have a uh, real privilege this morning. Um, we, today we're talking about financial issues for seniors, and I've invited my friend and many of our friends, uh, many of us, the, we call him our friend, um, many of us, he's our financial advisor, so uh, Galen Foster. Uh, Galen and I have known each other, I don't know how long, but we did the Wayne Reed Golf Tournament together for about 20 years. 21 years. 21 years. And um, uh, got to know him that way and uh, just became a dear, dear friend. And um, so he's going to be our speaker this morning and talk to us. And, and we'll turn it over to Galen. Well, thank you. Paulette went to school with my wife, Becky. And everybody knows me. Thank you for, I mean, I, Hilton Dean said, <laughs> and who was it? Uh, somebody is. Phil told Paulette, you've got more guts than anybody in this church if you've asked Galen to come and speak to this group. <laughs> Everybody knows me. Um, I got Somebody asked me a while ago how long I'd been sober. I woke up at 6 o'clock. <laughs> One day at a time. Turned into 33 years. But I'm going to tell you, I want to share something with you before we get into something that doesn't mean a hill of beans to us. Stocks and bonds. When I hang around people that are trying to be sober and that are successful. They pray every day. They read the book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the Bible. They associate with people that are trying to stay sober, and they carry the word. Step 12 in that 12-step class says, having had a spiritual awakening. Have I had that? Yes. Am I guilty of talking about someone? Yes. Am I guilty of spreading gossip? Yes. Am I guilty of telling... Oh, nasty stories and everybody laughing. Yes. I wear my heart right here. <laughs> Do we believe we start anew? We sing it every day. Do we believe that we're washed as white by His blood? Do we really believe it? <coughs> The man and woman of the flesh goes back. We start every day anew. That's so hard to fathom His love for us. So where do we go from here? This prayer list. Carolyn, Tricia, Susan, John, Troy. <clears throat> I want you, I'm going to pray before I pray this class in. Step out in boldness. If there's something you, you want prayer about, lay hands on them and pray for them. My mother and my aunt, I'll never forget it. Oh, well, so-and-so's sick. We're going to pray for them. Oh, did you hear about so-and-so's son? And Well, you know, that's good. We're going to pray for them. When did they ever pray? No one ever taught me to step out in boldness. No one ever told me I could be that guy. Because, man, I knew I would choke. Because of his love, his blood, I can be that guy. He doesn't choose people. Okay, look, here's a good way to look at it. Here's the way I saw it by in the Word. When they say the living Word, we're filled. That Word is what fills us. It is a living Word. Okay? It's living. It's alive. 
When you see the people God chose, notice how their lives changed when they were filled with the Spirit. So, I, you know, I'm so far out of my comfort zone here, it's not even funny. Am I the right guy to tell you about senior financial? Probably not, because I, I tend to roll the dice a little bit. But here's the deal. I want to be the man God wants me to be. Am I guilty of all that? Absolutely. But am I washed in the blood? Absolutely. And did the blood from the cross cover all my sins and not a few of them? Absolutely. Those people that are trying to stay sober are doing the next right thing. Are we as Christians stepping out in boldness? Do we really believe that we have the matchless name of Jesus holding our hand? I don't know about y'all. I'm just, I'm tired of standing on the sidelines. I want to be a friend. I want to be, I want to be a better man because of what Jesus has done, done for me. Amen. That's it. You know, we can talk about things that the cows come home that doesn't mean a hill of beans. If we treated our Bible and our friends like we did the cell phone, I'll turn around and go all the way back home to get mine. I'll have to dust the, take the dust off my Bible. But I'm not going to be guilty of not stopping and laying hands on someone and praying for them. I'll do, if you need prayer, hey, I'm here. Don't ask me why I'm here, but I'm here. I'm not going to second guess what God has for me. Okay, let's, let's pray this class in. <clears throat> Father God, we lift your name up and call you Lord. Thank you for gathering us together. Thank you for taking us out of our comfort zone. Thank you for all you have blessed us with. The matchless name of Jesus gives us power and authority. Power and authority over the devil. We cast you out. Do not come in this room. Holy Spirit, I ask you to wreck this room. Wreck these households. People have problems, we give it all to you. We want to take our guard down. We want you to come in our heart. We want us to boldly pray for these people on this list. And do not let us be guilty of sitting on the sideline and doing nothing. It's such a good feeling when you feel, when you feel us. And Father God, thank you for letting me be here today. Thank you for Paulette and my friendship with her. And thank you for others in this room. In your son's name we pray, amen. amen. Okay. I'm a, I trade tax-free securities. I dabble in the corporate market, and I've been a broker since April 22nd, 1984. Yeah, 84. Uh, Phil... Y'all got the best accountant in town sitting right there. I don't know why you're asking me. But you know what? Uh, if there, I mean, I don't, if there, are there any questions? I, don't, I really don't know how to get started. I know tax-free bonds. I'll put you in bond school real, real fast. People say, well, Galen, you know, well, why you buy bonds? They're not the sexiest thing to buy. But when you buy these bonds and you sit back and look at it, Number one, the only tax-free thing about that security is the interest rate. So why not get all we can get? I'm an advocate of the big premium bond. I understand the premium. But the, okay, let, let's just go back to bonds. Living inside 
turning on the lights and the air conditioner is catching on here in Brentwood. So is a Metro National Electric Rev, which is that's where Brentwood gets their power, Harpeth Valley, Brentwood, they split it up depending on where you live in the county. Um, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, Electric Rev, Water Rev, those bonds are backed by revenue. If you don't pay your electric bill, they don't get upset. They just turn you off. And you're robbing Peter to pay Paul to get down there to pay him. Because why living inside, turning on the air conditioners, catching on? Are they, are they good things to own? Yes, they are. They're very good things to own. When people, years ago, they said, oh, we can't let the banks, we can't let the banks get in our business. Well, now, people, people ask me all the time, well, how does Charles Schwab make a living with zero commissions? Well, how does this online... There's more information coming to us now. There's even more reason for a new broker. And I'm not tooting anybody's horn. I'm sure not tooting mine. But they don't make money on commissions. Charles Schwab, less than 5% of their revenue comes from commissions. They make money on the banking side. Here we go, talking about the banks again. That's where they make all their money. I don't know where you have your money. I don't know what you're doing with your money. But if you've got tax-free bonds, high-dividend-paying stocks, don't beat yourself up about having the wrong thing. Is it ever too late? No, it's not. Is it ever too late to, to call on the name of Jesus? I'm a living proof of that. No. So, you know, what well, I don't... When Paulette asked me to come, I told Hilton Dean, I was a gambler before I got in the bond business. I like the term sporting banker. Heathens like the word bookie. <laughs> uh, you know, and so, and, and I've been, I got kicked out of college three times for passing the football cards. Everybody knows my past. I've got it right out there in front of you now. But you know what? I told Hilton, Hilton said, Paul, let's ask you to come. I said, yeah. He said, well, have you got any notes? I said, no, sir. I'm, I'm probably going to wing it. <laughs> he said, Galen, he said, you're the best at that. But you know what? Here I got kicked out of college three times. I go back. Lucian Simpson. Bless his heart. These people right here give every waking hour to somebody else. Did he save 80 cents on the dollar he ever made? Absolutely. You don't find people like that, y'all. But you know what? I just I can't come off as bored right here. I don't know why. But Hilton called me one day. He said, Galen, do you own this block of bonds? And I'm thinking, where in the world? And I, I, was had, I probably had $35 million worth of tax-free bonds. I didn't have a clue what I was going to do with them. I'm way over my limit. And, you know, and I sell these bonds. I said, yeah, Hilton, matter of fact, I do own those bonds. He said, well, I want some of them. I said, well, you can have them. And I told him later on, this four or five years down the road, I said, isn't it funny how all my past, and now <laughs> the chairman of Lipscomb, I think at that time he was board chairman, wasn't he? Terry, wasn't he? So, um, you know, God, <laughs> he works in mysterious ways, but now Hilton and I are best friends. And they put me out of school every chance they had, but you know why I broke every rule they had. <laughs> I mean, it's real simple. A man can buy a bottle of whiskey and drink it, go home, cuff his family around, but he can't pick the phone up and bet $50 on the Super Bowl. I've always thought that's kind of funny. We're not going to get into that. But we don't want to... 
I'm going to tell you all something. I don't want to hear from the left. I don't want to hear from the right. I want to hear from him. That's right. What's he telling us? You know, has, has I mean, let me tell you something. I was faced with the choice of Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. That's all I had. There weren't any other choices. You know, we got Democrats in here. We got Republicans. Number one, we need to be Christians. We need to be Christians. We don't need to, to buy into all that who shot John, all this and that. But I know one thing. God is moving in this country. Do I feel like we're getting close to the end of the times? Yes, I do. But that's just my opinion. Where do we, I mean, where do we go from here? I mean, I want y'all to ask me, is there any question I can answer or take a shot at answering as far as your money? Because when let me tell you something else. You start talking about somebody's money, and you're getting in their soul now, I'm telling you. People, people, oh, they won't know. Uh-uh. Yes, sir. Can you explain to someone like us <laughs> how the tax-free bonds work? Explain what, how much you have to have. Is it in certain increments? Okay, tax-free bonds come in $5,000 increments. Okay. When you say a bond, you're talking about a bond that's worth $5,000. period of time? Okay, the period of time is, is Sunday to Monday. You can own the bond. Now here's, here's something people, people have missed, been misinformed. You can buy a bond on Monday and you can sell a bond on Wednesday. Same bond. And you can get your money back. You are at market risk on interest rates. When interest rates go up, the dollar price goes down. When interest rates go down, the dollar price goes up. But you know the day you buy that bond what's going to happen. It's going to pay you a tax a more than fair tax-free return. And at a given date, which is the maturity date, that's the day the issuer says, we're going to give you back your money. What's that period of time? It depends on the bonds. Or a serial bond, like a serial killer comes in here and shoots one out of the note, one next to the Well, serial bonds come due 2020, 21, 22, 23, 24, every year, and they have a term bond normally at the end of a larger deal where all the bonds come due at one time. Now, what backs that bond, what pays you back the money? When everybody in here pays the electric bill, that pays the revenue. When everybody in here pays their property tax, that goes into what they call an ad valorem fund. The property tax fund, that goes to pay your schools, your firemen, and your policemen. I, I personally, I made the choice to send my children to private school. Did I get any kind of break with that? Absolutely not. But, you know... I, th I think it's money well spent. My, you know what? My, I'm not going to leave it to my to schools to raise my children. I'm not going to leave it to the schools to teach my children about Jesus. Period. Because they're not going to learn it. From, they're not going to learn it there. The teachers don't make enough money. The policemen don't make enough money. We got too many people up there making choices that make way too much money, and it's 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 just it's just messed up. It really is. <laughs> Yes, sir. Can you compare a bond purchase, say $10,000, compared to investing $10,000 in the stock market, not using the term risk? Okay. 
Okay, if you're asking for me to make a comparison Between on buying a $10,000 bond or buying a $10,000 stock. Investment in a, in a, in a maybe not a mutual okay, fund. Okay, okay, okay. Number one, we need to ask ourselves another question. If we buy the stock, is it a common stock or is it a high dividend paying stock? There's different types of stock. <clears throat> Facebook, for instance, um, it pays no dividend. You, you're wanting the you're wanting that stock to go up. You you buy high. You, excuse me. You buy low and sell high. Other stocks like AT and T, John Deere. Um, there's many many utility stocks pay a dividend. So often that most of most of them are quarterly dividends. AT and T's been a really good stock to own because. Uh, for instance, Royal Dutch Shell. We all pull in Houston Little Shell, gas our car up. That company, I think they pay like a seven and five eighths dividend. Is it high? Absolutely. Is that dividend taxable? Absolutely. But to say, to make a comparison, the bond pays you back tax-free, whatever the stated coupon is, or the stated interest rate. I used the word coupon because a long time ago, I've got a bond on my. Uh, in the um, entry of my office, it's an old Confederate bond, and all of the coupons are attached. A long time ago, I think 78 or 9 was the last year for a coupon bond, you would actually take a pair of scissors and cut that coupon off and take it to the bank, and the bank would pay you the money. But see, all the drug money and the dope money and whatever, now bonds are what they call book entry. When you buy that bond, your name is on the book that you own it, and they send you automatically... That's why we have what they call the back office. The people that take that, they, they have all your accounts, and when, when that bond pays a coupon, the money goes straight into your account, and you don't have to cut that out and take it to the bank and all that. And you know, everything now is at your fingertips. You can buy groceries online. What's the average return on a bond, on a bond right now? All right, well, let's look here. The average return on a bond, you've got... Don't hold me to this. When they lowered, when the Fed lowered the interest rate, they were what they call righted the yield curve. When a, for a long time now, a two-year bond had more yield than the ten-year bond. Now a, a one-year bond will take a crack at one forty-eight, and the two and the thirty-year bond is two thirty, two thirty-two or three, and the ten-year bond's one eighty. So there's you, and the the, re, the yield curve is is rightened, they call it. The average yield on a bond is going to depend on the maturity of the bond. But when you, let me tell you something else. When you've got money in the bank in a bank CD, the bank's taking that money buying bonds from, from O'Galen. No deal at all. The CD is a good, safe place to have your money. But is a Brentwood, Tennessee general obligation paying 3.5% a good place to have your money? Absolutely. Williamson County is the only AAA county in the whole state of Tennessee. Now, you've got some AAA credits. When I say credit, um, National Electric Rev's AA. Vanderbilt University's A+, down from AA. So, you know, there's a lot of good... Here's a good way to look at the bonds. They're all AAA twice a year when they make that coupon. So are we worried about the value of that bond? Well, yeah, but are we, we really need to be worried about the credit more than the value. We know the bonds are going to pay us back. If we don't... If I see a bond's not going to pay me back, I'm going to sell it. That's why I've held on to Becky so long. She's good to me. 
<laughs> so I've got to go out and do the right thing. Cause I'm, I'm, listen, I'm going to tell y'all what I'm faced with. And if y'all tell her, I'm going to call you a lie. She's had so much on her, her and her sister. I rented them a place in Florida. Their flight left about 9.30. So here we go there for about 7.15, 8 o'clock. And you know, you know how 440 is kind of spit you out on 40 East and you're about two two exits from the airport? There's a sea of cars coming to town. <laughs> Becky goes, Where are all these people going? <laughs> They're going to work, Becky. That's what I told her. <laughs> See then now that's what I'm faced with. So you know what, I better do the right thing. Because I'm the only person who's got a job in my house. Uh, and I, I hope that answered your question. I don't mean to be flippant about it, but yeah, when you buy a bond, it has a stated maturity, it has a call feature. We won't get into that unless you want to. That bond can be called away from you, but they tell you up front when they call it. And bonds are priced to the worst thing that can happen to the bondholder. Which that bond being called, or that bond mature, or whatever. Uh, an act of God will. Well, uh, if a meteor hit Brentwood, the bonds will be called at 100 cents on the dollar. <clears throat> Are they backed by the government? No, they're not. But they're backed by the municipality that issues that bond. Yeah. Yes? Are you telling me you can get a tax-free municipal bond for 3.5%? Yes. Right now. Right now. I, I'll tell you what, I bought, I bought <coughs> 700... Yeah, I think I bought 750... Uh, Vanderbilt University. Okay. Here's one you all know and love. I bought a block of David Lipscomb University. Are they triple B plus? Yeah, they're triple B plus. Are they investment grade? Barely. 5% coupon, they're due in 2042. At a 360 to a nine-year call, had a 406 yield to maturity. So yes. Now what's that bond worth? The, bond, the bond's worth that. I was high bid out of 16 bids. Uh, most, but hey, here's the deal. Most of your college revs like that are all triple B plus. They don't want to spend the money to, to up their rating. Um, Lucian, Hilton, those guys are real comfortable with that credit. I don't really know much about Lipscomb. I made a pitch for their endowment one time, but you know what? Money's not my God. I'm not going to chase it. No, it's uh, Lipscomb's a good credit though. But yeah, to answer your question, yes. And I know it's hard to believe when you've got a thirty-year Treasury bond yielding. I hate to go this Lord nothing on it. Over here, the long, the long. Uh, when you on the long, here's the short end, here's the long end, and here's the yield curve. Now it's it used to be like this, but now it's kind of like this. It's got a little up because you've got what sixty, seventy basis points between. The, the one year and the third year. But when you have a 30-year treasury bond yielding 230, how many of those you want? None. And people say, well, China's going to own our country. Japan, let me give you all a tip. You've got probably $10, $12 trillion trading overseas at a negative yield. Why is China buying our bonds? They feel like we're the only people that have a shot at paying them back. They don't want this broke country. 
They want that bond because they feel like the government is going to pay that interest rate or that coupon payment, and then they'll get their money back. Nobody's buying any bonds from Germany. I want to meet the guy that's happy. When I say, okay, Phil, I want you to give me $100,000, and I promise you in 10 years I'll give you back 92. <laughs> that is a negative yield. That's just the way it works. And so, you know, I want you to relax about what you own. You know, if you need to make changes, make them. I know one thing I've learned God will not steer a parked car. If I sit and do nothing, that's exactly where I'll stay. I personally was not comfortable where I was. You know, but I, I'm I'm getting more comfortable. I've definitely stepped out of my my comfort zone. And the way Becky and I used to live thirty years ago is just people that knew me in college ain't got a clue who I am. But that's that's okay. I've got a lot like Julie friends I've known all my life. Terry Frisbee, I've known those guys forever. Phil Stinson's one of my best friends. But you know what? I'm changing. Any other questions? Can you compare bonds to annuities? What's the difference and what's the advantages? Boy, this is hard for me to say. I don't sell insurance in annuities, but I'm going to tell you one thing. Nobody's ever got up out of bed and said, I'm going to go buy an annuity today. Think about what I'm telling you. Annuities are sold, they're not bought. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah. An annuity, okay, I saw a broker two months ago sell a $120,000 annuity. He made $35,000 commission. Think about that for a second. Guys got to make a living. But I just, annuities, I know how they work. I don't really understand why anyone would buy one. But when you've got a guy looking you in the eye and say, look, you're going to get money the rest of your life. You're going to get, you're going to get this, you're going to get that. I just don't get it. But what was the question? I just... <laughs> <laughs> the difference between an annuity. A bond and an annuity. Well, an annuity is not liquid. You can't get your money back if you need it. If you do, put you on a helmet and they're going to whack you across the head. <laughs> but now, what, what does that mean? If you buy something on January of 2010 and something happens in your life and on March of 2015 you need that money... You're rolling the dice on how much you're going to get back. You, because they can't tell you. That's what gets me. I, a bond is a safe, safe, safe place to put it. But a bond, you're going to get what you put in. Plus. You're going to get to, you know the day you buy it, what you're going to put in. And here, here's something else. Okay, if interest rates, I want you to remember this now. Especially in this environment, when you buy a bond and interest rates go up, the bond price goes down. Interest rate goes down, the bond price goes up. What are interest rates going to do? I don't have a crystal ball, but
But I'm going to tell you one thing. They cannot create jobs in a high rent interest rate environment. And that's what seems to be it's all about. So interest rates are not going up for quite some time. Get ready. You're, they're just not going to do it. You're not going to see interest rates go. What If you go buy a bank CD, Phil, how much does it pay? Depending on how long it is, right? The shorter CD is going to pay less than the longer CD. When that, but there's no penalty for selling the bond. But if interest rates go up, see, but they're not, they're just not, they're not going up. Explain the market for the bond before maturity. Okay, when you buy a bond, let's just say, look here. Back in this boat. <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah, yeah, well, you know, I, I'll have it so marked up. <clears throat> when you, uh, say you buy a bond, say you buy a National Electric Rail with three per... It's wasting time. Wasting time. <laughs> okay, well, okay, that's a great, good question because that's, that's, that's actually what I do for a living. Bonds that have been issued into the world, I'll, I'll have countless number of calls a day. Galen, I've got 600 Metro Nashville Electric Rails, Metro Nashville Vanderbilt, whatever the bond is, what is that bond worth? Well, you go out in the world and see where they're trading at the time, and then you have to value, put a value on that bond depending on the call feature, depending on the larger portfolios, the convexity. There's so many things you look at, but what's that bond worth? You have a given price every day tied to that interest rate. It's called the mob spread, the mini over the bond. The mini's the tax-free, the bond is the taxable bond. I don't want to fill y'all with stuff that you're going to say, what was that guy talking about? But those bonds have a daily evaluation on what they're worth. Now, a stock, for instance, you can pull up on your phone what a stock's worth. What's, that, what's the bid and the ask on the stock? Well, there's a bid and the ask on the bond also. But you have to evaluate that bond every day. You know good and well what that bond's worth at maturity because the bond is a promissory note. They say, look here, if you buy this $50,000 worth of bond, we're going to pay you four or five, whatever the interest rate is, and on this day, we're going to give you back your money. That's what I want you to hear. You're going to get your money back on a good tax-free bond, but what's it worth? You're at market risk on the interest rate. Phil, is there a better way for me to answer that? Because you understand them as good as anybody. Yeah, it's just... <clears throat> the bond. There's a secondary market for both bonds and stocks. Right. And <clears throat> you, can get rid of, you can get rid of the stocks at... You know, you go to your broker, say, sell a stock for me. You go to the broker like Galen and say, sell this bond for me. And the market, you can sell it for whatever the market is at that time. The advantage of the bond is the bond, you know, at, at maturity date, you're going to get your money back. Where stock, there's not a maturity date. It's just whatever it's going to be at the time you want to get your money out, that's what you get. That's right. <clears throat> and I'm going to tell you something. If a company goes busted, the bondholder gets paid first, the equity holder gets paid second. What's a good thing to do with IRAs? You couldn't put them in bonds. Well, no, no, no. IRA. Now, let me tell you, me and my buddy Milt back here. Milt sent me his IRA. Are we underwater a little bit? Absolutely. Because we got some corporate bonds that have us in a headlock. But 
We know those bonds are making us a coupon. Here, here, you know, Cole Milt wants to jump up and hit me. But here's the deal. An IRA is money that you have that is not taxed. So can you take that IRA? Now, let me tell you something now. Money is money. Doesn't make any difference if it's an IRA. It doesn't make any difference if it's money in your purse or in your pocket. That's your money. And always remember that. Do not leave a 401k sitting idle at a place you used to work at. Get your hands on that money. To answer your question, miss, yes, you can put bonds in an IRA. You can put stock in an IRA. They do not, they, I've always wanted to meet they. They say they don't want you putting um, uh, annuities and that kind of things in these IRAs. But, you know. The, you probably don't want to put your IRA money in a tax-free bond because the uh, your earnings in an IRA are tax-free anyway. Right. So you can get a little bit better return if you go taxable bond uh, than tax-free, and since it's not taxable anyway, you could you probably get a better, little bit better return. That's right. The IRA is not a taxable event. On a there's no capital gains you can buy and sell whatever in in the IRA. Well, no, Roth is different. Roth is taxable money. No, Roth no, Roth, no, Roth no, no, no. You can okay. You can put X number of dollars into an IRA. Okay. The money you put into a Roth has been taxed already. Okay. But anything that the Roth throws is not taxed. That's exactly right. But what I'm saying, what I'm, I said it the wrong way. You take after-tax money and deposit it into a Roth, where the IRA money has never been taxed. Right. But the right. traditional is a different. Well, a, a traditional IRA is a tax-deferred account. There's many names for a tax-deferred account. Uh, 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 what, do you, what do they call it when you put it in? I put it in. I fund mine at work. If you got your 401k. 401k. You got your, SEP, you got your IRA. You got 401k SEP, and there's, you know, they're all... A different jacket on a, on a tax-deferred instrument. And this Galen asked me right out of the gate when I, I pulled a bunch of funds and stuff and somebody wanted to pay me in retirement and I went, I don't need that retirement now. And I got a lump sum. So I put all that together um, and um, Galen said, well, we'll get you, you know, we get you some tax-free bonds and everything. I said, well, it's all in an IRA. And he said, well, then you don't want that because that rate's three, but Corporate bonds are five, six, eight percent, depending on the corporation. I bought some. I, listen, I bought some Goodyear tire bonds last Wednesday for myself. They paid five and a half percent taxable. Short term, the bonds are due in 2025, and all I'm betting on is Goodyear tire. And bear in mind, tires are way down their list. They make everything from a garden hose to a tire that goes on a big tractor somewhere. They make it all. Hair clips, sword. <laughs> Goodyear's a big company. The only company that's really disappointed me is General Electric, but they're on a comeback. You know, to when I was a kid growing up, General Electric, boy, that was it. I mean, you just held GE up and, and high, but you know, they just, they just got too big, I guess. But... Uh, like I said, this stock and bond stuff is way down my list now. But I go every day because, like I said, I got a wife that doesn't have a job. Never even thought about getting a job. <laughs> she got a job one time. She got a job one time working for, uh, he was a, what's his name? Mark Binkley. He was a 
chemist, some kind of chemist. He had one of those drug stores where he makes everything. Yeah. And um, I went to school with his wife, Jolene, and Becky came. She said, uh, I, I want you to know I'm getting a job. And I hit my knees. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> she goes to work and comes home about four months later. After all those hours of service, she said, Galen, this, this working is just not for me. <laughs> and I'm gonna have, we're going to have a retirement party and you will need a gift. <laughs> Once again, that's what I'm faced with. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, you got to find a little humor in everything. I mean, stocks and bonds is absolutely the most boring thing to talk about ever. I mean, I'd much rather minister about the power of Jesus. I personally want to see people raised from the dead. I personally want to see people healed that have had their hands laid on. I don't. These bonds and stocks, it's good. Have I? Listen, I've wasted more money, y'all, than I ever dreamed. Do I wish I had a bunch of it back? Absolutely. But you know what? I'm not building up my riches here. I know that sounds silly, but it is. Uh, I've got five more minutes to preach to y'all. <laughs> but you know what? Think about think about where you are with what with what you have. Think about uh, you know what you own and give it some time and don't brush it on the table that I'll make a change sometime. You know, if you if you don't feel good about what you own, um, call me. Um, I'll give you my office and my cell. If you want prayer, call me. Galen. <laughs> Foster. I used to go to church here. 615. I'll never forget, I was praying one time at the old church. And I said, when I slam on the brakes, I don't have to worry about what comes out from my seat anymore. Um, <laughs> and... and, and Lucian Simpson goes, well, I guess you have a point there. <laughs> eight, eight, two, four. And my cell is three, five, one, four, five, four, nine. And the firm I work for is Stiefel. I'll tell you a little story about why I work here. Um, they're based out of St. Louis is our home office. Our main trading desk is in St. Louis. We trade in Mississippi, Tennessee, out of Nashville. I worked for Jimmy Bradford forever. Payne Weber bought us in 2000. Um, six months later, UBS buys Payne Weber. And they said, well, here, Galen, here's, a, here's you a million dollars. You have to report to Manhattan June 10th. And I first thing came, first thing came to my mind, man, the flesh, oh, man. Big time bond trader for UBS. I cannot believe they want my country. You know what to move up there? You get an apartment smaller than this room we're in, or you ride the train. And that was a life changing event for me because I had to understand that, that money is not my God. If I move up there, I mean, my daughters were going to Lipscomb. Katie Bug was a five year starter for Ernie Smith. I mean, we we I, I had a great life. I said I'm not going to. So I go to work for these people. They love me, and I love them. 
It's real simple. I don't want that New York Manhattan. They, it's a great place to go play golf and have dinner. <laughs> I couldn't imagine living in Manhattan. I just could But that, hey, look here. I, I don't want to be somebody I'm not. I'm a guy that works over here in trade stocks and bonds, you know. Uh, Phil's an accountant. Paulette's trying to help somebody all the time. Everybody's, Maxine's always giving to someone. We've all got something to do. That's what I do. But was I a dog AWS forever? Yes. First admitted. Why am I here? Don't have a clue, Paulette asked me. I love Paulette. Phil told Paulette, you are really rolling the dice. You got more guts than anybody when you ask this guy to come speak. But you know what? I believe it. <laughs> but you know what? I don't want to be... I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a religious man, but I want to be a man of God. I don't want to be under the umbrella of the CFC, which I was my entire life. Please don't get me wrong. They taught me a lot about the Word. I have nothing against Otter Creek. It's a great church. I'm being fed a little bit different somewhere else. Go where you're being fed. But when I'll tell you one thing. When you position yourself to receive from Him, get ready. Nobody carries on more crap than me. I want you to hear it. I mean, I can't. There's one of my best friends. He's grinning. He knows. But you know what? Phil's a good guy because of what God's done for him, not because he was the absolute best baseball player to ever play at Lipscomb. That ain't got nothing to do with him getting to heaven. Stocks and bonds have absolutely nothing to us. They're nice to have a little bit, yeah, a little money in your pocket. I understand it. But I want to take every breath to get closer. That's it. I think it's about time to go, isn't it? <laughs> Father God, we lift your name up and call you Lord. Thank you for positioning us today to receive from you. Thank you for these people. As we leave here, we just want to cover each one with your love and your richness of what you bring to the table. Father God, it's not what, what we've done for you, it's what you've done for us. Underline that in our lives. As we carry on today, let us shine your light, not our own. In your Son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. I didn't know you were a preacher too. I got a little preacher in me. I got a little preacher in me, Maxine. I, I will tell y'all, for those of y'all sitting in here today going, you know, I really don't have a clue what he's talking about. That's me. But a few years ago, I called Galen. I said, Galen, I have a little bit of money. I need to come to I need for you to do something with it. Someone said, how much bonds, how much stock do you have? And I said, I don't know what Galen tells you I'm supposed to have. There you go. If you, need, if you need some advice, give him a call. There you go. Thank you. Paulette.